a new era in F1 officially begins. The Mercs really didn't have sandbags on their car. Max and Rebel seem to pick up where they left off, and Ferrari is back. What a great start to the season. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Jump to Start Racing Podcast. I'm here with two of my closest friends. Hello, Ruben. How are you doing? What's going on, guys? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yancy, how are you doing? Uh, I lost my voice. Yeah. Yancy had too much excitement this weekend. Oh, Ferrari's back, baby. I can't even say that right. I'm happy. Okay. I'm happy. Hi. Okay. Okay. Hi. Okay. okay. That's, I can't that's what we were expecting. Hi. The normal dry high, but now you're I awake. I can't, bro. I'm just too freaking excited. This is okay. Don't break the channel, Jens. I'm Get trying not to. Okay. I might. I, if I break the table, it's not my fault. Gotcha. I blame it on Charlie. <laughs> so weekend number one is in the books. Very exciting <clears throat> uh, race itself. Very exciting weekend as we introduce new regulations for the cars, uh, new tires, new driver lineups. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, all of a sudden the season seems a lot more promising than even the last season. seems like we're going to have a great season. Before we get into that, though, I want to make sure that if you guys have watched more than one video, please make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the bell, clang that bell, uh, leave a comment on our YouTube channel, Jump to Start Racing Podcast. We're on many, many, I'm not even going to go through it, many, many podcast platforms, Jump to Start Racing Podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Jump to Start F1. Okay. So, getting into it. Well, number one, Ruben, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday after a great race. Great weekend overall. Yes, how are you? I'm great. Beyond How, how was your weekend? Yes? Beyond great. Beyond great. Ferrari's on top, man. Ferrari's back. <laughs> okay. Ferrari's back. Okay. Haters. That's it. Absolutely. Haters. All your haters. All right. Before we get into before we get into the race itself and the race weekend itself, let's talk a little bit about some news. We have it. it, it it's happening again. One of the, the, the best things that happens or has started to happen or has happened recently. Hulkin back. He's <laughs> back. Sebastian Vettel, uh, another unfortunate uh, case of COVID uh, within F1 following the uh, situation with Daniel Ricciardo, who happened to come back in time for the race, happened to get better. Uh, so Sebastian Vettel, COVID positive, uh, they needed a driver, so they had uh, Nico Hulkenberg as a reserve driver, who literally said that I was in bed when they called me, you know, the morning, the morning that they called me, I was in bed, jumped out, hopped on my flight, dropped my tres leches cake, was able to rejoin the team, but he didn't get to do any testing, and just needed a couple of warm-up laps in practice to be able to get the hang of it. We'll talk about how he did, but... Is this something that we can expect is going to continue to happen? I would say so. Um, this is just the way it is. And uh, obviously we're getting to the to the tail end of this pandemic. Um, but yeah, I, the, the, even if we don't worry so much about, you know, drivers getting overly sick where they got to be hospitalized or anything. But what we do worry is that they can be infectious. 
Uh, and and you don't and once they're infectious, you don't want anybody else to be infected because then you start um, you know postponing races and and sessions and things like that. But I mean, Formula One has done a great job overall as far as containing any mm-hmm. threats, as far as people getting infected. And you know, any driver who has had COVID has recovered and bounced back and came back. And yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, but like I said, it, it anytime it does happen, it doesn't affect anything. It's not like we cancel the entire race or anything like that, like what happened in Australia when the pandemic started. So, but it was good to see Nico back. Mm-hmm. Good to see him. Uh, Welcome back. High five, uh, Kevin Magnuson. <laughs> I was saving that one. <laughs> and he did decent considering these are brand new cars. Uh, he probably would have done better if it was the older car because that's what he was used to. But yeah, so no testing, literally not, not even. I don't even think he did. He even, I don't think he even did like a like a simulator run. No, so, he was in bed. He didn't throw yeah, so he did well. Good for no, him. Any thoughts, Ruben? No, just a speedy recovery for Seb, and you know he's gonna come back. Like, he's probably be back for Seb. Yeah, maybe, right. Hopefully, well, hopefully, hopefully goes well. well. They don't know yet. Last I read it, they don't. They don't know if if he's gonna be ready for because it's a quick turnaround. So we might see Hulkenberg back in the seat, but it just depends on if he tests positive or not. But uh, Aston Martin is not giving any definitive answers as to yeah, they're waiting for the last the minute car. to see if they are able to do it. To, you know, yeah, for him to make make it through on a on a negative yeah. status yeah. and hey, enjoy your couple of days off, Seb, and feel better. That actually reminds me in, in Drive to Survive, they actually made it a pretty good point where um, I think it was in Silverstone where Hamilton, obviously, he won that race. Mm-hmm. And then he was looking at the crowd, and he was so careful because he wanted to win the championship. He was like, man, I don't know if I want to go into the crowd or if I want to go over there, shake yeah, people's did, hands and stuff man, like that. a lot of people there. Right, mm-hmm. right. And we know he had long COVID. We know that, you know, obviously he didn't want to miss any races. That's going to be something that might be in the back of the minds of the drivers yeah. again this year. No, and, he's, and, you know, especially Hamilton, he's in the middle of a championship fight. Well, I, we're talking about last season. He was in the middle of a championship fight. If he does miss a race, it's a big. Um, it would have been a big hit. It would have been a big hit in the championship. Yeah. So, and and as we know, that would have jeopardized the championship chances, considering that it went to the last race. He did also made like a point, like, "Hey, people, make sure you keep your mask on." He did say like, "Come out on the." Video. He did say that in the. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, him saying that thing. in the in the post race interviews too after he won at Silverstone. Yeah. Would have would have it could have changed the constructors' championship to be Absolutely. honest. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the other piece of news that we wanted to talk about before jumping into uh, the race weekend was, and, and, and hindsight being twenty twenty, man, this is this is not looking like a good deal. But McLaren and Google they signed a sponsorship sponsorship deal ahead of the twenty twenty two Formula One season, a five year deal. I, f- I forget what the numbers were. They didn't they didn't give any numbers. Oh, that's why I forgot. The financial was on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's uh, a, a deal where McLaren will be using Google and Android platforms. They they didn't really specify to do exactly what, but we saw last uh, last week. What was it? Oracle. Right? Oracle. Yeah. Oracle and Red Bull signed a deal for essentially computational fluid dynamics and just kind of using the Oracle platform to run a lot of their calculations. Uh, like cloud, cloud uh, computing, cloud things computing. like that. Because obviously the teams are always hooked up to home base, but wherever their home base is, be it Italy, be it so, most of the teams are based out of uh, of the UK. Um, but they use those platforms to communicate with each other. Uh, so that that's always going to be a need 
uh, for F1 teams. And I'm assuming that they're going to have a similar deal to, it's going to be a similar partnership with Google and McLaren. The ribs look nice. Yeah, yeah, they were supposed to have the Google decal on the Google Chrome. The Chrome, the, the Chrome logo. Red, blue, and orange or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it was buffering. <laughs> yeah, the car spent a week in buffering. <laughs> As the Chrome logo went over and over and over, we kept buffering. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are really freaking cool. Really cool. Wow. So on that note, let's jump into it. The race weekend review. Gentlemen. A short view back to the park. Oh, I missed 20 that. years ago, Nikki Lauda. No. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll save it because you guys already heard it I from think, me. I think you need to say it with, with the accent. accent. Yes. <sighs> That's no, what we missed. It took it. me a whole season to memorize. But then so the accent should be easier now. Then I'll wow. take you an entire season. What are you guys going to do, actually? That, that's my. I, it's always me, like, having... We're going to clap well, for you. We'll okay. challenge We're, we're going to clap for him. Okay, we're, I'll, make sure to, I'll make sure to challenge you guys. We're waiting for the challenge. We'll clap for him. All right, so the race weekend. It's the first time we really see these new cars in a competitive uh, environment uh, up against each other. What are your thoughts on the cars themselves, the tires, and in general, just the changes to the overall car? I remember, it's new aer aerodynamic regulations. The engine, um, the engine is moving towards homologation. Yeah, and I think it's. I'm, really, I'm not cursing at you guys. I was yes. like, what word is that? Like, where did you get that from? Homologation, Ruben, is what? <laughs> not humiliating. Homologation uh, is basically a freeze. Um, they basically they build the engines and then they freeze them. And that is going to be used for the rest of the. Actually, it's up until twenty twenty five is when the rule. Yeah. Well, then you just put like change. an engine freeze, like the, you know that's been said before. Why you got to throw the the long words at me? Because not everybody's. A, I'm not even going to say that. Yeah, to you, thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Not everybody's a dump now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Had to put it out there. Yeah. But, Sorry. Uh, no, but go ahead. What do you, how you feel about the new cars? The new cars is is cool to see. Pretty much all the different perspectives that pretty much all, all the teams went. Like, for example, I was telling you yesterday at the bar that mm. I, I still don't know. I, I haven't looked into, like, what year, but the Ferrari, because of having such, I guess, big belly, you could say, on the on the, so on the side the, pots that look humongous. Early 90s. The yeah. early 90s. They, it looked like when you look at the shot from above, mm -hmm. and because of the color, it looks like the early 90s or late 80s Ferrari. Where right. Had, you know, obviously, because now, because of the bigger rims, also the rear tires being so wide, mm -hmm. when you look at the the shop from the top, it looks similar to like an old school Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And, you know. It has the same color, red too. Yes. The, 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 it's like a deep blood red. Yes. Say. Yeah, yeah. And also the, I would say that the rims also when you get that, that shot from when the drivers are. The large tires. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the large tires and when you get that shot from, I guess, the helmet cam, you can say. We got a lot of that from Ferrari this week. How limited is the visibility? Also, also comment on the shark fins. I would say the shark fins because the little, I guess, I don't know how you name that. Which one? Uh, the I would say it's the the grates for the for the car to breathe because of the engine to breathe because because the side parts. Oh, you're talking about the side. Oh, but you're talking about the yeah the like the, the louvers. No, um, they look like shark fins. No, they they look like shark gills. Yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect word. Yeah. yeah, because a shark fin is usually the thing. Yeah, in the <laughs> the no, this is the, the gills. There you yeah, go. it's the vents. They're basically vents. <laughs> yeah, it's a vent. Yeah, 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 and. Pretty much every car has it, except, you know, obviously Mercedes that went, I guess. Right. Mercedes has some formula, but it's not as big. I think the ones that have them the biggest are the, like, for the Ferraris. The Ferraris look the coolest because they just, yes. like, that contour. Um, also, your team, your, your, the, your team, too, you know. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, my team. <laughs> Tafosi, baby, what's up? <laughs> no, so I, I agree with Ruben. The uh, different interpretations of the rules. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's clear that not everybody has figured it out, and it's going to take a while for everybody to kind of figure it out. The Ferrari concept seems to be the closest to figuring it out, just based on this past weekend. Um, I, I, it's interesting how how close to the Formula E cars they look to me. I, I don't know. It's just kind of the shape of it. Uh, I like the rear wing. It, it. Um, I wonder. I wonder. When we get so Bahrain is is kind of like a low, low drag setup type because there's very long straights and there's that sector two that's a little twisty but it's not really that much. I'm curious to see what they're gonna look like come like Hungary and come uh, Singapore like the real low Monaco, uh, the real low drag setups um, and how how much of a variation we can really get within the rule set. But other than that, I thought that it was it was very uh, pleasant pleasantly surprising to see. Uh, how closely the cars could follow. We saw, it, what was it, like the first like 10 laps, the cars were so bunched up. It was exciting for us to see. Um, they they didn't get lost behind each other as far as like sector two where, you know, the dirty air could really mess you up. So it, it was, I thought it was a great, so far, I thought it was an improvement based on what we saw this weekend. Yeah, it looked, it looked a lot better. I mean, how much yeah. they were pushing and doing it with like so close to each yeah. other too. It, it just looked a lot better. I mean, obviously that back, the the rear wing since it doesn't have it's curved at the end instead of having that straight point, so you don't have a lot of dirty air coming off of that, and that was the whole point. Um, and 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 obviously the the point the, the part of that is also so the air goes up instead of straight to the back, so the cars can like slip into the back, and you saw that in the first in the opening laps. Um, that they were able to at least try and overtake when they're close together and closely follow. Again, it's only one race, right. but it was a, it was very positive. And the fact that we were able to get um, that battle at the front with Max and, and Leclerc. Um, for several laps. For several laps. That's something that you, you, you kind of saw it sometimes um, last season, but you didn't see it that much. You would never. I don't think we, did we ever get a chance to see like three or four laps where yes. where Max and 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 Lewis were no. battling each other like that. So no on that, but yes, we saw the Red Bull car versus Lewis, which we saw Sergio Perez at the end of the season. Yes, against Lewis Hamilton. Okay, yeah, but at that point they weren't man. I mean, but that's the whole thing. It's like, but not as close as the, the, the caveat is was that. You knew that if you were to follow that closely last season, you're losing out on tires. You're losing out on everything. Not not so much in this case. You were still be able to have something to right. fight back later. Yeah, like pretty much that's what um, in that aspect. What I saw from the race yesterday is that the drivers were not. They don't have to be as quick to give up on either the position or the fighting because mm -hmm. hey, we still bunch up. I'm gonna lose my wheel. I'm gonna lose my tires. I'm not gonna have the the, the arrow to keep up with this. But now, because the dirty air is gone now, we're able to stay closer without jeopardizing my long-term ability of the race. You know, past obviously right. the race that you normally take to to overtake mm -hmm. somebody. The only thing that the only thing that was a little weird to me, and obviously, maybe it's just the the race, but I remember it being a little more powerful. Was I didn't think that the DRS was that powerful. So we saw a lot of, we saw like the Max, really closing the gap and overtaking. Uh, Leclerc at the end, but then it was later revealed that Leclerc was opening the door for him. He was kind of breaking earlier. He was charging his battery to use in in, a, in the next portion. So that he was he letting him actually pass him, so right. he can get the DRS on the next on the right. Next so corner. my question was, like, I j I just didn't see 
the DRS as as powerful as as it usually as it is. was before, especially on such long straight. That's three long, really two really long straights, and then one shorter one. I think when you come to a conclusion, something like that is going to be over a season to see how how it all reacts. Obviously, again, it's the first race. It, it's all positive, to be honest with you. But uh, we'll see how how everything goes. Eventually, what they want to do is they want they do want to get rid of the DRS, gotcha. and I think they should get rid of the DRS um, because you kind of want to go back to that old school racing where the where the racing car by itself and the driver by himself. Uh, can overtake without the aid of, you know, an extra drag. So everything could be even. Um, but you're still going to have almost a push to pass with the battery. Yeah, but I mean, and, but that's the thing. If you have a push to pass with the battery, both drivers can deploy that. Here, when the, the only the driver and in, in, from behind can deploy the DRS. Yeah. So basically it leaves that the front, the, the driver in front is a sitting duck. So, I mean... Again, they're they're leaving it this year to see how how they they're gonna have to study it. I mean, the whole point of the DRS was that you couldn't follow closely through through corners. So to make up that time that you couldn't follow through corners, you were able the car behind was able to make up that time in the straights. That was the whole point of the DRS. Now, if you're able to start following through corners closely, which these cars are meant to be, mm-hmm. then and you can see that you can that you can make up time through the corners if you're behind. Then yeah, you don't you don't need a, an extra the car in fr- the car and 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 on the back doesn't need an extra advantage of less drag to pass them on a straight, and that's the whole goal. That's what they eventually want to get to. So we'll see. But you know that previous car when you you weren't able to follow at all, especially the corners. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just that yeah. how the cars at the beginning of the race were so close together because normally, like after the first turn, you would get just a train. Mm-hmm. I think. They it kept going, meaning even at one point they were still like three wide trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah, shuffle awesome. with each other. That was awesome. Don't have travel like that as a first race. It was dope, man. Yeah, and we were seeing fights at the back, all all yeah. up and down the grid. So nonstop too, like mm-hmm. they were going back and forth with each other. It it almost, I mean, it's not. It wasn't as close as an Indy car, because Indy cars. When you see an Indy car race, they're able to stay close throughout the entire race. Here, you saw that more of a spacing out, but that's just because due to pace. the the, 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 you know, the cars. And you're gonna get that a lot in Formula One, anyways. But if 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 there's a car b- that's behind and it and it's on similar pace to a car in front, um, if you can get close and and pass, that'll be that'll be awesome. And you, I think, like I said, it was a positive step, and hopefully, it keeps up throughout the season. So, moving on from there, qualifying was really our first kind of whiff of what we're gonna get here. Um, surprising results, uh, to say the least, right? We had, and I'm gonna ask you to save it for the race results. Okay. So we had Charles Leclerc, I'm ready to go, pole position, <laughs> Max Verstappen second, Carlos Sainz in third, Sergio Perez fourth, Lewis Hamilton fifth, and then his teammate Valtteri Bottas sixth. No, I mean, um, ex teammate, ex teammate, <laughs> ex teammate, ex teammate, Kevin Magnussen seventh. What do you guys think of qualifying? Qualifying was fun. It was fun. I um, qualifying was great. So, I I think I said it at the bar when we were together on Sunday. I I personally believe that Charlotte Claire is one of, if not the best qualifiers on the grid right now. And if the Ferrari car is up to spec, I could easily see him taking fifteen poles. 
Yeah. Am I crazy for saying that? No, because he he led he I think in twenty nineteen. Yeah. With a cheating engine, but yeah. I'm not No? I'm not even gonna say what I'm thinking about it. But You're thinking that I'm right, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Lost your thought. <laughs> no, no, I'm just oh, you know, still, trying buffering? to McLaren, you buffering? trying to stay positive uh-huh. and happy. Gotcha. <laughs> no Sto- stoicism on this. Yeah, with the with the result of this weekend all across the board from uh from my team Ferrari, the red team, the winningest team in F1 history. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but you saw it when when. When Leclerc, and I've said this to you throughout the years, to both of you guys throughout the year, when Leclerc has the car where he can compete for wins and poles, he brings it home. I think he got either 10 or 11 pole positions that, that season. I think I don't know if it was either 10 or 11, but he led. 19? Yeah, 2019. He led the grid in pole positions, got two wins. Um, and you can And you already saw it back then that he was right up there. In the like with the likes of Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, um, you know Sebastian Vettel when he was in his prime, that he can win a championship if he's given the right car. Um, and you know we have one race so far this season, and he's proven that if you give him a car that can compete, you'll bring it home. He got, he obviously got pole position, fastest lap, won the race. He won everything this weekend. He What's didn't it? put a foot wrong. What do they call that? There's a name for them. I don't know. I, I forgot. Know. I know there is a name for that. He didn't get the fastest laps on yes, all the pra- on all the practices. No, 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 no. no, no I'm the, talking about fastest lap on in the race. race. Grand Slam is it? I don't know. But I mean, he just he was the the star of the weekend. So look, I think that to me, you know, and I I say it in jest, but also not in jest. It's like it's like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire. Yeah, they set a record, but there was a questionability <laughs> about it, right? And in all fairness, look, talking that, about 2019. I'm talking about 2019. Yeah, I, okay. I think that that's a fair point at the end of the day, right? Because all of a sudden their pace dropped off, whatever. Yeah, yeah. A ton. But last year, he was still, you know, he still had gotten, he got the pull in Monaco. I think he had gotten another one. Or he, two pole positions. Exactly. And and that wasn't the dominant car. At, at the time, it was actually yeah. the fourth best car. Mm-hmm. So at at the time it got better mm-hmm. as the season went on, and he still got two poles. So to me, it's like yo, this guy he has an in an innate talent to be able to make just pull a lap out of his uh, booty, his bottom, mm-hmm. and just make it work. And I'm excited to I'm excited to give him a fair shake and see what happens when he has a. Top three car, let's put it. All right, but here's what I'm. I mean, I better package. Right, like a better. Here's the thing, because if you're comparing um, steroid use with Barry Bonds, which well, is something yeah. that you put in your body, and compared to if you're giving a car, a piece of machinery to drive, regardless if it's legal or not legal, and it can compete with the top teams, because Ferrari at that point wasn't running away with the championship either. It was it was competing at certain tracks. So now you're saying it was a cork bat? Huh? <laughs> okay. What I, no, it was not a cork bat. What I'm saying <laughs> is that if you're giving the machinery to win, he brings it home. That's all it is. 
Uh, how many times have we I seen drivers? It makes sense what you just said. Yeah, how many times have we seen drivers in decent cars and they don't bring it home? Seen it plenty of times, and he does. You're right. I mean, we we had it. We had it last year in both Sergio Perez and Valtteri Bottas. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, you know, we'll, we'll continue to talk about this. But um, Charles Leclerc pole position, Max Verstappen second place in in qualifying. Uh, front row start. Do we see the Red Bull? I don't want to say dominance continue, but do we see the uh, the Red Bull consistency of staying at the top of the pack continue this year? Assuming it, assuming they sort out their yeah, yeah so the, it will be of course. Uh, obviously, from qualifying, what I got was it's just I got you know I was happy for for Ferrari because they you know they. After they after what that happened with the cheating engine, they, you know they got penalized or whatever you want. They got hindered, mm-hmm. so now they made up and they made a huge comeback for this. I, I got a glimpse. I'm still thinking if they're cheating again because now they got to prove the credibility. And it wouldn't be uh, so, it wouldn't surprise me if they started finding something on it just so they could you know get to the bottom of it'll come out. Yeah, yeah, it will it'll come out. But that doesn't mean. But then you could say that Red Bull was cheating last year. They all of a sudden had a good engine, right? So anytime any, anybody anytime anybody comes up to the top, you're gonna accuse them of cheating. No, I think that I think that number one that there was something like we have to acknowledge that there was something there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, like I'm I get not that you're a fan, it. but like there there really was something there that I'm, they squashed. They made a deal with the FIA. Yeah, and they were like, I'm "Oh, not, let's make this go away." I'm not denying it. I'm oh, not. Yeah, de- yeah. I'm not denying Don't worry about it. it. Yeah, I'm not denying that. But the thing is that you can't just put just, everybody's success to achieving it. No, I just I just put I just put my point on it. We saw that, and that's what happened because after they got investigated, they dropped so much. Now they're or something because of a new regulation. They're at the top. Okay, fine. Congratulations to them. This is gonna but, be a great year. Yeah, yeah, no, but the, that's the reason why I'm trying to say that point. Congratulations <laughs> to them. But I can we cannot forget that that was that it brought me back to 2019 when I you know when they when they were doing what they were doing. But yeah, but they weren't. I can't wait. In a speed trap this this They were not. Oh. But I cannot wait for Carlos Sainz to have a legit qualifying lap. He had a horrible qualifying lap. And that's the reason why he was in third. So I'm pretty sure it would have been a Ferrari one, two. And remember, last year, not only mm-hmm. with the points, but Carlos Sainz was there as well. This is weird because I asked about Max. No, because Max, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, like, yo, what's going on? I know, on? but okay, you asked about but Max, I mean, are we doubting that if that Max is going to be qualified you know, on top if he has a pack? No, I, I feel like we also saw Sergio Perez put in a good lap too. Yeah. I felt like that was one of his best qualifyings. Uh, and then they, obviously Red Bull needs to get on top of the issues. They have a, I mean Max is driving at another level. Dra- Max is right uh, is driving at the level that that Lewis has been the past eight years. Um, and 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 honestly, Max looked unbeatable up until that point. I mean the for you know, but Leclerc just came through. They, they he beat him fair and square, but Max was you know I, I saw at one point I thought Max was going to come out with the win. But he cooked his tires. The the qualifying pole position. Oh, pole position. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to come out with the pole position. Um, because we're expecting that. Huh? We're not expecting to Ferrari to be on top. We're expecting for Max to be on top. Ferrari had a good pre No, no. But not, I'm saying this is the first race. But we were seeing, you know, from where Ferrari's coming from, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever pace they were showing, we were not expecting for them to be Correct. to take pole. Correct. Ferrari? I was not. For, to expect them to take pole? I didn't I think wasn't. so. I wasn't, no. I thought even because, our predictions didn't show. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, maybe. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Yancy. Were there any uh, surprises? <laughs> we got a baby, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any surprises as far as the pace goes? I mean, number one has to be Mercedes. Mercedes man. Damn. Like, I, it's unbelievable to see how much that they had fallen off. Um, Lewis Hamilton, I think we said qualified. Hold on fifth. a second. You know what? I, I yeah, think he qualified fifth. I think that, that I mean, uh, I watched all of testing. And I saw how those cars were running, and um, and and you didn't, uh, Wellington, you didn't believe me that that you really thought the Mercedes were sandbagged because it's every it's, year, it's every time it's they do it. Every year. I understand that, but I because the, the sandbagging is what yeah, I watch testing. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me finish. Okay, because I again I watch testing, and I've seen when the Mercedes is saying, "Oh, we're not that quick," and you see that car on track, and it's like, "Yeah, this car they're sandbagging." But if you saw them in testing, you saw how that car was running. It wasn't running like a Mercedes. It wasn't on rails. It was struggling through the corners. It was definitely struggling on the straights. And and this is when, you know, the televised testing in, in Bahrain. And, like, this car can, is the way the Ferraris and the Red Bulls were running, especially the red one the Red Bulls put on that update in the last day, it was like you knew that it was going to be a battle between Ferrari and Red Bull. So that's why for me in qualifying, it wasn't a surprise if I saw Ferrari up there in the top step. And it could have been either way. It, it could have been Leclerc or Sainz, but Leclerc, but Sainz was struggling as well. And he even said it after in the post-race interviews afterwards. So the only one that really looked comfortable in that car was Leclerc. And you know Max was, Max, forget about it, was killing it in testing, was killing it in the practices. Um... So it you are I already knew like my my feeling was going into qualifying that it was gonna be between gonna be between Leclerc and Max. You were you were, you were solid, solid. Yeah, because I saw how those cars were running, and and again I've, we we have enough we've seen enough of testing to see when a when Mercedes especially when that car is running good and that car just does not look good and we saw it this weekend it's just not that good right now. And well, and, credit, and, and honestly, that. credit to Mercedes that they at least still have the third fastest car because that car looks horrible. It was seven tenths down from Charles Leclerc's final. Mm -hmm. That Lewis Hamilton. And that was probably down. and honestly, if it was it was if it was only seven tenths down, it's because it was Lewis that was driving the car. Well, he was carrying the car himself and yeah. running down the room. Mm -hmm. George Russell was almost one full second behind Lewis Hamilton. To your point. Mm -hmm. Uh I think to me the most surprising thing were the next two finishers behind Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, his That's former teammate. He just said that. What? <laughs> Dude, crazy. Uh, sixth, and then Kevin Magnussen. Can you imagine if you had said that? <laughs> Kevin Magnussen seventh. Right. If you had said that even last week, yeah, you, you would be like, "Yo, shut up, get out of here." Crazy. Like I, I just. It's it's amazing. I don't know why. What keep, what new keep qualification? Talking about about Botas, my Botas, my boy too, bro. <laughs> Come on, yo. Remember when I was saying, yo, Botas is not that bad, and you guys were making fun of me, <laughs> posting pictures of Yancy laughing at me. Remember that? How it's the, Botas. How the tables turn, or how the turntables. <laughs> All right. So on to the race itself. We just talked about it. So Leclerc, Max, front row, Signs and Perez, second row, Hammond, Bodas, third row, and then on and on and on, right? Hammond, Bodas, third row. That's so crazy. So two let's, different teams. Yeah. Guys, two different teams. Let's Bodas, just, Bodas split the Mercedes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Bodas and Meg split the Mercedes. But let's just get it out there. The victor of this race, Charles Leclerc. 
Charlie! I lost my voice. <laughs> Victor of the race, Charles Leclerc, his teammate, Carlos Sainz. That's the one. Second place, Mr. Consistency last year, just plugging away, just... He didn't really even have a great race. Didn't, didn't have a great qualifying. He, but he was just there. Yeah, he didn't. He did. He he didn't have a good race at all. And then to his admission, but he wasn't happy at all through the whole race and the qualifying. But you can see it in his face. Listen, to come out with second place, that that's that's what Carlos Sainz does, man. The guy just stays in a position where he can take advantage of anything happens up ahead. He's never gonna let his teammate. Get ahead. And this has just kind of always been the case with him. He's yeah. always going to be right there with his teammate, mm -hmm. right? No matter who it is. I hope that changes. It's crazy. I'm rooting for him. He will. He I, will. I, dude, he will. based on last year, I think that it will change. He will. He just hasn't gotten to grips with the car, but that's usually the way uh, signs usually works. He it, it takes him a little bit of time to get used to it, but then he, he comes on. like Watch him like third, fourth, the fifth race. Watch him come back, and it's going to be a battle between him and Leclerc. And that's only going to be good for Ferrari. Hopefully, they're not going to be taking points off of each other. And that's going to be where Bernardo comes in and, you know, manages the team if the car stays good. Um, because, honestly, one caveat that we have to put in, these are new rules. And it's going to be a high rate of development. That's why I'm not counting exactly. Mercedes out. Exactly. That's why I'm not counting Red Bull out because exactly. Red Bull fixed their problems. They're a good team. And Red Bull's car is super quick, too. Yeah. So you don't know how the balance of power is going to be throughout exactly. the season. And again, this is not like last year where you're putting freezes on like development. You're free to develop the car as you want. The only thing you can't really freeze, the only thing you can't really develop is the engine because obviously there's a freeze on the engine. Mm -hmm. But as far as aerodynamic, Dude, you open can, market. Yeah, and but it's not going to be, I mean, it's going to be a crazy rate of development, but it's also going to be hindered because you still have a cost cap. That's the... Yeah. Okay, but how much... Uh, okay. But as far as like... Cap, but yeah, like but, as far, year, like, but as far as like early season, you're going to see a crazy rate of development and putting new parts in the car. I can't wait. Especially those awesome. teams at the top because they're trying to beat each other. That's why I'm not counting Mercedes out. You know, Mercedes... Last year they showed it. They had a. It wasn't as big as a problem that they have in this year because mm -hmm. the car was still good last year. But they came back and they won the constructors championship when Red Bull was mostly in the lead most of the year, and they almost won the drivers championship. So, so, so if if Mercedes can get on top of their problems, uh, if it's if it's not like a super crazy fundamental problem with the car, you're gonna see Lewis Hamilton and George Russell up there competing with Ferrari and Red Bull. So I got a like, like, little curiosity. So let's say that they come to the point that it's their radical change to the side pods and stuff like that that's not working. Are they able to go back to like change the car that way? They could do yeah, whatever they want. As long as it's before, before Park for May, I don't see why not, right? Gotcha. Yeah, they okay. can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. They, it's just within a matter of yeah, within, within, the within the rules. But again, they can't throw the kitchen sink at it like before. I just can't. Money wise. Right. And, yeah. and the reason for a part of the reason for and that their aerodynamics they is exactly they don't have yeah. the, they're restricted they don't have on their CFD and their wind tunnel time, mm -hmm. which is a Jeez. penalty that they took for. Which if if they're in third, will benefit them at the at the and halfway through the season because then the CFD time switch to whatever the standings are halfway through the season. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Right. So we, speak of the devil, Lewis Hamilton pulls out a miracle. Uh, third place, but we'll we'll get to that. A miracle podium. We'll get to that. Um, the race itself, um, 
dude, I got to say, Leclerc pulled out to such a quick... It was like watching Lewis Hamilton in that car. He just pulled out to such a quick lead and just dusted everybody. He was just gone. Yes. I don't, I don't recall... I don't recall literally anybody else doing something like that other than Lewis Hamilton himself. No, Verstappen did, did a lot last year, actually. Okay, I mean that. Uh, no, like where he left that, Hamilton in the dust. Not, not by far. But I'm, we, we, we've always said that when Verstappen takes the lead, he mm-hmm. opens a lead. Yeah. So yeah, so we have to give him. Verstappen goes in front. He's mm-hmm. going to open a lead. So yeah, Verstappen does it. Um, you know, obviously we're so used to Mercedes being so far out. Once they just get some clean air, yeah. that's what he's probably. What we should I also that think way. that the the fact that they could follow. I yes, mean, that's it. Wasn't a crazy like they? I mean, he pulled out to a three, four second lead at the beginning, yeah. but it wasn't like an eight or nine second lead like right. you used to see back in the right. day. But you know, before before mm-hmm. this season, right? But I mean, like I said, Leclerc didn't well, like you said, and I said Leclerc didn't put a foot wrong. You yeah. know, yeah. The one? He, he didn't, didn't put a, he foot, didn't foot, put wrong. a foot wrong. No, he didn't. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, and um, even even to the point that you guys said earlier that he actually w- was slowing down in the first turn, so he'll be able to take. Like, you know, pass me so I could pass you when I get DRS right in right after this turn. Like, that's crazy. Like, why would you even take? I mean, just me, us here from outside, like, I wouldn't take that. Risk. I'll tell Screw you what, that. This is Max Verstappen that we're here. You know, like, not. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I no, I got you, but that's what, that's what, it just shows you how confident he is. So is that why, because he was slowing down, is that, is that why it looked kind of like Verstappen was like sending it in? Like, you know, like just full send, just overtake him on that turn? Well, I think you, that... You know, that was like, yeah. like... As the to race... Actually, to the actual turn, Verstappen was coming so quick, but it was because also mm-hmm. Leclerc was slowing down that it looked like he was just sending it, like, okay, I'm going to take it regardless. There's a few things there. And the sparks, they didn't end this week. Yeah, well, that's because <laughs> of the purposing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then not all the teams are, are, are struggling. But there's a few things there, right? They... um. They, uh, as the race went on, you would see that the Ferrari was the quicker car this weekend. Red Bull wasn't far behind. Um, the only way that, and as we and we've seen this throughout the years, the only way if you're if you're not on the pace, if you're in second place and you're not necessarily on the pace, if you get a chance to overtake a car, the 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 first place car, mm-hmm. you can you can if if you're not that much slower than the car than than the fastest car, you can overtake and keep the lead, because obviously if you're in if you're in clear air, obviously the car cools down better. You're not wasting your tires as much. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that go that go in your favor if you're in the lead. Um, so if Max would have pulled off the the undercut, which he tried two times, and obviously the second the first time was more successful than the than, the, than the second time. If he would have pulled it off, it probably would have been a different story. But we don't know that for sure because the Ferrari was a faster car. It was the faster car this weekend. Uh, faster than the Red Bull, I would say. Because the Red Bull also had a ton of problems going with the brake heating. We just, obviously, you, the problems when you say that. faster, faster as far as pace? Speed? Pace. Pace. Okay. pace. Faster around the track. Yes. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for clarifying that. I wanted <laughs> yeah, to, not, I wanted not necessarily. Sure. Yeah, faster not the top speed. Uh, around the track, not top speed. Gotcha. Okay, okay. But yeah, this, the top speed on the straight doesn't necessarily define your speed around the track. Yeah. Because the Ferraris work quicker through sector two and three, meaning that they're faster through the corners. Yeah, sometimes they have that. It looks yeah. like Ferrari. Where they have a better balanced car. The balance they had this weekend was better with their aerodynamics overall. That's mm-hmm. what helped them so much. And obviously, they did not have the faster 
speed, but they were able to maintain there. They were not far. No, they, no. they weren't Verstappen far. was not leaving him in the dust. No, they weren't far. But, but that was... battle was beautiful. But... So, yeah, let's talk about the battle, mm-hmm. if, we, if we can. We saw over the course of numerous laps on the start-finish straight, what we saw was Max Verstappen overtaking Charles Leclerc at the end, uh, heading into turn one, hitting that hairpin, and then literally right back um, after after uh, buzzing through. Uh, it's like, it was like it's, the it's turn like one modified, two complex, yeah, yeah, modified like S turns, and then mm-hmm. into like another straight where then Verst- uh, Leclerc overtakes Verstappen. Mm-hmm. This happened for multiple laps without killing the tires they came in at pretty much the same intervals as people that were not fighting each other like they were mm-hmm. uh and we saw that the cars were able to follow and maintain uh short gaps mm-hmm. where they yes. weren't affected as much by the dirty air through i thought that i i was very impressed granted the the ferrari was better in sector two all around mm-hmm. but i was very impressed that he was able to still follow verstappen through sector two Pretty much staying within the, the that dirty air, uh, I guess window. Mm-hmm. Vice versa too, both of them. Yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah, no. It 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 just shows you how good the racing can be when you're not when the driver behind is not is not not only fighting the car in front of him but fighting the dirty air that that's behind him, or that's in front of him from the from the car in front. Um, but did you know? That battle between Max and and uh, Leclerc. and Leclerc was great because what what's happening there is that Leclerc and this is just like the levels of like we wouldn't think of it because you're in the heat of battle you're going like two hundred mm-hmm. miles an hour and and it's it's amazing how, what these drivers can compute in their head while they're driving and battling each other but for Leclerc knew that he was not faster than the Red Bulls in the straight mm-hmm. so. If if he lets Max, if he keeps Max behind him through that one-two complex, Max gets another shot at DRS and that next straight afterwards. And if he passes him on that straight, Max can keep the lead easier because you're heading into sector two where there's more turns and it's not easy and it's not as easy to follow and you can't overtake there. So what Leclerc was doing was that he was letting Max overtake him in the tr- in the part of the track where Max was clearly fastest, making sure that he slipped them behind him in that turn two mm-hmm. where he can keep the, where he can get the DRS close enough where he can get the DRS for the next DRS zone and then pass him there. Max tried to pass him there. Max passed him there twice. Mm-hmm. He did it again and Leclerc did it twice to him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was able to keep the lead going into sector two where these, there's more twisty tight corners. Yeah, it's, it's hard to pass. Where he can extend where where Leclerc can extend the lead a bit uh, to the point where finally he was able to get more than a second ahead of him where Max wasn't able to get DRS once he gets into that 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 start finish straight. It was masterful driving yes. on Leclerc's part. On both. Yeah, and and then and um, yeah, on both. Yeah, but it it you can see that Leclerc. I mean, Verstappen was obviously he he knew that he didn't have unlimited chances to pass him. Correct. So he was getting a little bit, Correct. you know, a little bit Ancy. desperate Correct. and antsy to get him. Leclerc just kept cool, calm, cool, and collected, and was able to keep the lead regardless of, you know. A, 
uh, the attempted undercut on him, which which ultimately won in the race. What I like about the battle more was clean, mm-hmm. super clean between to both drivers, and I think the battle probably would have kept on a little more if Verstappen on the third try he didn't have the big lockup that he had. Yeah. That oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But that's all a matter but I was of expecting keeping that, it cool. I was expecting that from the first time because remember, we're used to the cars that you can't follow. You have to, you know, you lose a lot of a lot of uh, a lot downforce. of a lot of downforce when you get when you're so close. Mm-hmm. So Correct. every time they're going back and forth, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting for somebody to overshot a turn because they can't keep up. You know, yeah. they're gonna. Well, what I was saying that, that that Magnussen was doing when he was when he started struggling a little bit at the beginning of the race that he started overdriving the car. Magnuson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, I was expecting that between Charles and, and Max mm-hmm. for one of them to overdrive the car, which ended, ended up happening, you know, what Max did when he had the lockup. But I, I was expecting it to happen sooner, which is normally what we are used to seeing. Right. And because that didn't come, it just kept hyping it up even more to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. It's, it's a battle that went on for three or four laps. Yep. And it was and, crazy. Uh, and that's something that you barely see, man. And, and the was, bar was going nuts. Yeah, yeah, like everybody was, going was oh my God. So listen, this you know was... what that reminded me? It reminded me, and this is going back to like the early days of the pandemic when we were in lockdown. I remember that there was uh, a virtual Grand Prix between, I think it was... It was Albon. It was Albon, Albon and, 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 George. Leclerc. And, jo- and Leclerc. It was yeah, Leclerc. No, yeah, no, it was Albon and Leclerc. Okay. And they kept passing it, each other so every good. other lap. Yes. But this, obviously, so it's a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. this is now happening in real life. Yes. And it's like, all right, this we can do we can we if we can see this every weekend, bro, we're gonna be we're gonna just gonna, gonna be, be super happy. Yeah. And we're gonna be more glued because we're yeah. already glued to it. <laughs> so listen, I said I I think I said it's Saturday. Um this is kind of what we're we're looking for, right? We saw a little glimpse of it in 2019 in Austria and in Silverstone, where Leclerc and and Max came together. Basically, they they you know were mm-hmm. pushing each other, elbows were out, and it was like, holy crap, this could be the future of F1 for a decade to come. Yeah, if they can make this work, and if they can uh, keep it clean and not lose their heads, then. We could see really something special this year with then the greatest driver of all time biting at their heels. Yep. I think that that's going to be interesting. I thought what was really interesting to me was you saw a little bit of kind of, you know how Lewis Hamilton is it's like very cautious when he drives. Mm-hmm. I thought that I saw a little bit of that from Max this weekend. I thought that he... Even though it was close racing, it wasn't like Max Verstappen style close racing. I mm-hmm. thought that I saw the rage. I, no, it was more like respectful. Road rage. I, I don't know if road rage is the right term, but it was more respectful than what we saw at the end of last year, mm-hmm. right? So I think that it is recognition that every point counts and that you need to stay in the race. Granted, that didn't end up happening for him, but that was not you know his fault. Uh, but I, I was I was very impressed on both ends. Uh, and seeing both drivers drive very, very clean and very, very respectable races. I think so, that the. I think there's only point, one person missing that. The, to that point, though, it's. Um, there's, there's two things. One, that Leclerc and Verstappen obviously know each other very well through the junior categories and even through karting. So they've raced That's each other. That's why I said there was one person missing there, Lando Norris. Yeah. Because um, he's also had a couple of battles with Leclerc. So, in the past. And, and Leclerc mentioned this in his interviews after the race. Um, yeah, it was hard racing, um, but he likes it and he's used to it, especially with Max. Um, I think what you saw last year with Max and Lewis is just the clash of driving styles and that one of them didn't want to give 
give each other an inch. So you're going to have that. Lewis is not, Lewis can adapt because Lewis is obviously not a world, a seven time world championship, but he couldn't adapt. That's what makes him such a great driver. Mm-hmm. But the, the reason why they clash so much is that Lewis kept driving his way and trying to avoid and being careful. And Max was just straight up aggressive. I think what you saw here was two drivers being super aggressive from the beginning. Because you saw how you even saw how Leclerc just cut up to the inside, which was crazy. Yeah, to just cut into the inside, just to one. cut. I heard it turn one at the beginning, of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at the at the start of the race. Um, Leclerc can drive aggressive if he wants to, and he know and he learned that lesson. I think it was in Austria when they battled twenty nineteen yeah. in twenty nineteen, where Max took away the victory from Leclerc, and he said, "All right, no problem. I can drive that way too." But they're used to each other; they know each other. And if both drivers are driving that way, they know they're going to be aggressive, then you can definitely, you know, drive and keep it clean. It, it, it comes close to the edge. But that's fun to see. And the cars are helping. Yeah, and as long as you're not crashing into each other, let's do the it. The new regulations are helping to yeah. that. And I think Lewis is coming in with the same mindset because Lewis said in an interview before, before, before the um, – you know, before the weekend started, he said, yes, I'm definitely going to be driving more aggressive because that's the way a lot of these drivers now drive. So he's going to adapt to his style, and I think you'll see Lewis, you know, doing that as well. But, you know, I, I remember seeing uh, Peter Windsor on YouTube, um, you know, during during the course of the weekend and, and just saying that. Oh, no, no, it was, it was, sorry, it was on the race podcast. Um where Lewis is very good. Which is a good podcast, but not as good as this one. No, not Of course. No, no, but uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Lewis is very good at taking it just to that point when you're racing, like just right on the edge, yes. and it be okay and not like egregious. He does that all the time. He does that. In his interviews, he does that the way he drives. He can push you to that limit. Right. And and that's what frustrated Nico Rosberg yeah. so much because yeah. he can push it to the limit. Everybody right. was like, yo, Nico, you're, you know, whatever. Right. And Lewis is like, yeah, he's the greatest of all time. And and obviously right. that'll frustrate you because right. it's like, yo, I'm trying to fight this guy and I'm right. looking like a complete ass. And Lewis know? will be like, oh, I did that? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah exactly. Lewis is so good at that. So, Clean know, cut. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, that's a it's a crazy dynamic, but I think when I'm I'm hoping to see a three way fight between Hamilton, Leclerc, and Verstappen. I think those are the three premier drivers on 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 the grid right now. So, so that you, are driving lights out. Speaking of battles, we saw rookie driver Zhou Guan Yu versus everybody. How do you say his name? Zhou Guan Yu. Yeah. He's not French. No. Chinese driver, rookie driver, Alfa Romeo driver, Valtteri Bottas' teammate. China versus the world or Zhou Guan Yu versus the world. We saw him, literally, I think I saw him fight everybody during this race. And yeah. bravo, TV director. He did. Yes, finally. Did you can still hit it. Yeah, that, they did a great, for the most part, for they some did part a great job. Some part there were some areas that, yeah. But I, I applaud them even though it was the back of the pack, they were showing battles that were great battles, yes. but they were just in the back of the pack. So, great job. Um, the new regime seems to be doing well uh, so far, but what did you guys think about the back of the pack battles um, in general? It was great, and that's what we have to see. I think the, obviously, 
when you when you watch F one and and for those new fans, but then the battles were not really in the back back back. No, but they're everywhere. Because the back back was the Mercedes cars. You know, every every. Listen, (laughs) one thing that I've noticed: we're fairly new, we're fairly new fans. I mean, we've been fans since 2017. We're following it closely since 2017. You've been following it way before us. You calling me older then? Yes, I am. (laughs) Um, The beauty of Formula One is that obviously you have the battle at the front, but not everybody's able to compete for number one. So then in turn, what happens is that you have little battles towards the back of the Mm -hmm. grid. Last year, obviously, it was between Mercedes and Red Bull uh, at the front. Mm -hmm. But then at the back, you had another battle between... Ferrari and McLaren, and who was going to get third place in the in the in the constructors championship? Um, and then obviously you have the inter team battles between the two drivers, which you look at that. Then you have further back, you had another battle between AlphaTauri and Alpine, and and there's just little battle. Even at the back of the grid, you had a battle between Alfa Romeo. We're talking about last year, Alfa mm-hmm. Romeo and Williams. I mean, yeah, Alfa yeah. Romeo and Williams, and then obviously Haas was nowhere. But if you're a fan and you're tuning into F1. And if you see Drive to Survive as the same thing, you'll notice that there's not, you don't necessarily have to fight at the front to be in a battle with another team. Yes. And these are the the battles that, it's like almost like a, like a soap opera with different storylines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're going to get to see this throughout the year and the pecking order of how it goes. And then you're going to see, obviously, who's going to come out on top because in the Constructors' Championship, if you come out one place ahead of another team, you're getting millions of dollars to put into yep. your ne- the car next year. Yep. So it was good to see those battles because obviously every, anybody who's an F1 fan wants to see that because we barely see that. And we want to see overtaking. Overtake we want to see battles. Um, the TV director does a horrible job of doing that, has done a horrible job throughout yes. the years of doing that. The fact that they did show it and the fact that the cars are able to follow a little bit more closely um, it's great. It's not. It's great for the sport, but it's great for fans because we want to see that kind of action in every race. Do we always have the same race director? I mean, yeah, the brain. The well, TV director. TV director. TV director. I'm not sure. I'm not, no, because we could petition for that guy to be next. I don't think next. so. <laughs> I don't think so because, like, you see, Monaco has their own. No, no, just, just saying, like, we could Why do you want to get people fired for, bro? <laughs> all right, so don't mess with nobody's livelihood, Ruben. Uh, we're running a little long, so let's move on. Ferrari works team, Ferrari engine customers, all of a sudden springing forward. So Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz won one and two, right? Kevin Magnussen fifth in the Haas with the Ferrari. In the Haas. Valtteri Bottas sixth. This is race results in the Alfa Romeo or the Ferrari engine. Then you call, you scroll down, you get Zhou Guan Yu tenth with the, Alfa, the other Alfa Romeo, Mick Schumacher eleventh. Should have been almost in the points, but was spun out by yeah, Esteban Oka. Oka. Yeah. Then we see the back of the pack, right? Obviously, the guys that were eliminated, Pierre Gasly, Max Verstappen, and Sergio Perez for their various issues. Nico Hulkenberg, Aston Martin, Aramco Mercedes, Nicholas Latifi, Williams Mercedes, Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo, McLaren Mercedes, Alex Albon in the Williams, Lance Stroll in the uh, Aston Martin Mercedes. So 12 through 17. Literally, the guys that didn't get eliminated, all Mercedes uh, customers. Eliminated. Retire. <laughs> Retire. I'm thinking Squid Game. I'm sorry. <laughs> get out. You're dead. Yeah. So, one is... 
Like somebody comes and just pops your tire, you're gone. Go. Is this um something to expect going forward, or is it just kind of first race kind of things um, kind of shaking out a little bit weird? Mercedes engines were struggling with overheating this race. Um, you see the if you see the comments from McLaren, uh, especially Norris and um, Ricardo. They're saying that they were they were just trying to keep the engine cool to finish the race, Jesus. Um, and it seems like that was the same thing with um, hmm. with the Williams. with the rest. Yeah, so that seems to be an issue. We know historically that that Mercedes engine, as good as hot. it is, if it runs hot, um, it could be a problem, um, and and we've seen that happened to them in the past before. Now, the other thing that you got to keep in mind, too, is that they're using that new fuel, the 10% ethanol fuel. That fuel tends to run hot, from especially, uh, I think, the the uh, especially when low low fuel runs. Um, when, the, when the fuel is getting low, it tends to mm-hmm. run hotter than usual. So maybe that's something that Mercedes has to fix with their engine as well. I mean, it seems like Mercedes is getting hit with a whole bunch of stuff. The only, again, the only... The only Mercedes engine team that was able to finish with a decent result, and that's only because Red Bull popped out, I mean, they clunked out, was the, the works team. Yeah. So Hamilton and Mercedes, uh, yeah. Hamilton and George Russell themselves. So we'll, that's a storyline that we're going to have to follow throughout the season to see how Mercedes can mitigate that. Obviously, the engine was frozen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. The, they they're gonna have to fix that. Mm. So maybe next weekend, the engine probably not gonna give them that much problems, but but they remember, still have the car for it. Listen, it's the spring, summer it gets hot. We'll I bet it was also Bahrain, and it'll be Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah, but then but going forward, it's gonna be it's gonna be hotter gonna weather hotter. into the summer. So uh, I mean, the way I, I see, we'll it, see how it works out in Saudi Arabia as well. The way I see it is that. So, do we agree that Mercedes Mercedes and their customers have an engine problem? I think so. That's what it shows this week. Right? That's what it shows, yeah. We saw different takes on the arrow, but ultimately all of them, yeah, yeah as the far data as, shows. Yeah, if if you're, again, you, you have, what, six cars running Mercedes engines, four out of the six that our customer teams are running at the back of the pack. Mm-hmm. And by a lot. By a lot. Um, actually, let me see. They got a lap on everything. No, actually, was it six? Is it six? No, you have eight cars running Mercedes engines. Yeah, the Williams, the Aston Martin, the Works team, and the McLaren. Yes. Yeah, and the and again, eighteen, uh, nineteen, nineteenth, and twentieth are all Red Bull engines, and we know that that, something was, that was something else that happened. Mm-hmm. If they didn't drop out of the race, all the Mercedes customer teams would be last. Would have been last. So, here's why I'm not concerned. Last year, all of a sudden, uh, what was it? Brazil. You see a uh, you see a monster engine on yeah, Lewis Hamilton, a, a freaking rocket on Lewis Hamilton's car. I think that uh, Mercedes in general they tend to play very conservative with uh, uh, the potency or whatever they're doing with their engine. They they turn it down for reliability. We've known them to be a very reliable engine throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw them just bang out a bunch of issues with Valt- Valtteri Bottas's car last year th- through cycling through a bunch of engines to be able to give Hamilton a chance to win the championship. I I don't see this being I don't see this being an issue that they can't overcome over the course of the season. 
And I would bet you that it gets fixed sooner rather than later. Probably not for Saudi Arabia because there's still going to be airflow problems. But definitely for by the time you get to Barcelona and you get to Monaco, whatever, it's not going to count because it's not engine dominant. But Mm -hmm. any other race around it that, you know, Canada, whatever engine dominant races, I feel like you'll see them bounce back. Mm -hmm. I'm not disagreeing with that. It's because it's a Mercedes. Like, which. They'll just turn the engine up. Yeah, but the, uh, last year they you saw a very dominant engine at the end of the season. But remember that they had to replace their engine a whole ton of times in order to get a fresh oh, engine did. at the end. Yeah, and guess what? George Russell is going to suffer. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that I Mercedes did it more than and then the reason and the reason for that was that obviously when that Mercedes engine starts degrading, it just goes really bad really quick. Um, the fact that you're having problems in the first race is a cause for concern. But you're not having problems. It's just slow. Yeah. It's it's not the same. It's not... Well, it's slow because they have to cool. It's not rebel problems. It's not the problems of the, the engine is malfunctioning, is what I'm saying. Well, it's running hot. Exactly. But it's not the same problems as you're, you're cycling through all well, the like, engines. It's running hot like always. It's not meant to follow. It's meant to lead. Right. So... No, that, that could be it. <laughs> I mean, I think we commented that when they were coming down the straight, you could see the guys pulling out away from the toe so that they could get more air mm-hmm. within those cooling ducts. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm happy to see that Ferrari engines are back so that we have a more competitive pack. I also don't think that it's that maybe – I don't think that it's that the Mercedes cars are slow. I just think that they're the slow west. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, it's yeah. not it's not as fatally bad as it was for... And, and it could be a lot of other things, too. It's not necessarily just the engine. Correct. Uh, it could be... It's a combination. We, we, saw, we saw, like, for example, we obviously Williams are just... They're just they're just slow because, obviously, they're, they're starting from way behind. Um, and we saw they've been behind for the last two or three years already. Um, with, uh, with, Ma, with McLaren... Their their issues have been the brake ducts. They and obviously they uh, they had to change their brake ducts to be a bigger duct, and obviously that's also uh, the, the brake ducts is also part of their aerodynamics. So if they change it, it messes up their whole aerodynamic their aerodynamics with the air going to the back of the car. So that could be a problem as well. So you you do that with the overheating brakes. And an engine that you have to keep cool. It's just like you just can't run the car and the efficiently. Yeah, and you and the well, bouncing. Like, well, they they one. actually had a better handle on the purposing because they were able to create better vortices on the side to close down to close the the, the floor. The floor. Um, I don't think that was their main problem. I, I think it's just Part that the, the entire car is overheating. You can't <laughs> run it as quick as you can. So it could be a lot of different things going on. The Aston Martin is doesn't seem to be a very good car Doug. either, and the McLaren. Yeah. So I mean, there there could be so many different things going on there. It's not it's not going to be the engine, but yeah, you were talking. It's about a nice McLaren. livery though. Which one? The McLaren. Well, I thought this the Aston looks better, but go ahead. No, no, McLaren. Well, I mean, in all honesty, it's not even a story about McLaren. They just happen to be the worst of the customer team. So yeah. I, I I foresee Mercedes being able to fix it for themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really foresee a lot of a lot of hope for their customer teams unless they throw a ton of money into 
understanding what's going on. Yeah. But McLaren looked really bad this week. Kind of weird to see Lando Norris that far. That's back. What I'm but I'm now I'm used to Daniel Ricciardo being back there. Yeah, kind of. That's kinda what crazy I was saying earlier. That sucks too, man. Because it's like kind of crazy to hear that. Because honestly, we would peg them as one of the best driver lineups on the grid, and 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 honestly, their their comeback story, considering from the McLaren Honda days to now, um, was like you know McLaren is finally getting back to their. To their rightful spot in F one, which is fighting, you know, towards the top, you know, be, uh, uh, front of the midfield, and, and uh, g- getting that momentum, and then, and then fighting for for wins and podiums, um, and we saw such an ascension last year for them to be so behind, um, basically being almost like the last place cars on the grid besides Williams. It sucks, man. I don't, you know. I'm hoping that they can claw back, and hopefully they got a handle on their issues. But they ain't looking good for them. We need Mando up front again, because remember he has awesome starts. <laughs> Last lap, Lando. Um, all right, and real quick, because we do still have to talk about Saudi Arabia. Um, K Mag, what a performance from him. Uh, to me, that should have been, you know, that was driver of the day. Um, mm. yeah, right between him and Lewis. Um. We see K Meg, we see, we see K Meg, we see Hulk at times outdrive Stroll, uh, Nico Hulkenberg, and we also saw Alex Albon out at times outdrive Nicholas Latifi. There's a lot of talent that washes through Formula One that maybe shouldn't even wash through. These guys, the politics of it, I just wish that some of these really talented dudes, like we've seen it with Alex Albon, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen it with K Meg. Um, race winner, right? If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, yep. No, no, no. no. He, didn't win, he didn't win with McLaren. Back no, then? no, he got a podium, but he didn't win. Okay, yeah. And uh, never been on the podium, Nico Hulkenberg. But mm-hmm. all he needed was a car, and you know, we he definitely deserves a drive over Lance Stroll, right? Yeah, I, I, I would say if you know if it wasn't the first time in the car this weekend, maybe you would have seen a better result for him. Um, but I think that. I don't know. It's amazing to see the the return of the mag and the return of all these other drivers that are are showing. Hey, look, maybe I deserve hey, a shot. Ocon as well. That's what Esteban what Ocon. Yeah, last came year came back and he's still you know he's still fighting. Tell you what, if um if uh, if Mazepin was in that car, we wouldn't be talking about yeah Haas this yeah. weekend that's, at all. That's exactly right. At all. Exactly. Hey, at one point, I was expecting for Haas to mess up somewhere. Like yeah. it happened that time in Australia, the pit mm-hmm. stop. Or... And now like we I was can see. That. Like, and now let me tell you something. Now, and a lot of people have said this, and it's true. Now we're gonna see what um, Mick Schumacher is made out of. We're gonna see how good he is, because you have a driver with experience that does his teammate. That's experience that can, that has proven that he can get a podium if he gets it. Has proven that he can come in straight out of IMSA and, and a car that, he'd never, driven car that he'd never driven before. And look where he put it at. And look where he put it at. And he was and he was doing super quick times in testing when he was able to test the car. So, hey, man. Uh, Sometimes on Haas, he needs a little push. Haas is going to be a team to watch, man. And I'm glad they're finally moving in the right direction. Hopefully they don't do what they did the previous years, that they fall back, um, which has happened with them before. But, um, they, they got, you know, they have a good engine. Uh, it seems like yeah, they definitely got a... More than enough uh, development time in a wind tunnel. Uh, 
I'm excited to see what happens. New year, new house. Yeah, man. Just don't America. smash the door. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, so I mean, those, those are our thoughts on the race. Saudi Arabia coming up next week, this this coming Sunday, a 1 p.m. race in the Eastern time, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so we saw this track last season, late in the season, second to last race in the mm-hmm. season. Remember that was double red flags, right? That's where Esteban Ocon was out in the lead and, and uh, Max passed, uh, I think, Lewis on the outside. He had mm-hmm. to get the turn. Actually, I think the second to last episode of Drive to Survive, it, they focused heavily on that race. They was Definitely yeah. watch it. It was um, It was a very eventful race and i expect another very very eventful yes. race um i think that we're going to see some some of the growing pains of this car what no the same thing when you, when you were mentioning Alcon, i thought you were going to mention towards the end of the race when he goes no no and both of us overtake him both of us overtake him and yes yes <laughs> Both of us took him in the last, literally the last, the last, the last lap, the last to, corner. To get the podium. Um, Poor old guy. So last year in Saudi Arabia, we obviously we saw the monster engine on on. Uh, it's a fast track, but it's a tight track. We saw the monster engine on the Mercedes, so they were one two in qualifying. Max was third in the qualifying. He was. It was literally within a tenth of a second for the top three. Oh, Max was third only because he crashed the car. He was going yeah, to put pole. He, he, he was, was going to put it on legendary lap. I can't wait for lap. another lap like that. Him going for laps like that. Like Lewis had a crazy lap to just get pole position, and then Max wasn't even on a better lap. Yep. So sure. you, were, you were going to have like literally two magical laps and one, and but you know, so to deep, me, here's so. the interesting one. Last year qualifying, Charles Leclerc was fourth. Right, ahead of Sergio Perez, ahead of Lando Norris, ahead of Pierre Gasly. So I think that that bodes really well for him and for Ferrari this year. Um, the race classification, the, the, how it finished, it was. It's hard to really be able to say, oh, this was a you know a race that just kind of played out the way it was supposed to. No, because it was just a, a, it was a disaster in some ways. Lewis Hamilton first, Max second, Valtteri Bottas third. Esteban Ocon fourth, which is what you just talked about. Daniel Ricciardo fifth, sixth Gasly, seventh and eighth Leclerc and Sainz. Um, so I, I'm I'm leading into that, and I'm leading. I'm I feel like I'm leading the witnesses here. Predictions. Um, I I feel like we see the continuation of Ferrari just hmm. doing well. Be- one because it's so close together time wise. And so close to weather together geographically. So you'll have similar weather, similar conditions in that sense, right? Um, it's a fast track. Um, and there's not going to be a lot of room for passing. Yeah. They, there's only like maybe two two spots on the whole track that you can pass. From. So I think that Leclerc will pull out pole position is my prediction. I think that... Uh, it'll be just tough for him to get past after that by whoever's behind him. It doesn't even have to be Max. What are you guys' thoughts? I think Max is going to be tough to beat in Paul. If they were to the little issue they had this weekend with the water pump or whatever, the, fuel pump. the fuel pump. But that was during the race. No, I know, but I think Max will take because they have a faster car and it's a lot of straights here just because of that. Okay. Yeah, um, same. It's... As far as start speed, that's what I mean. 
my top three are going to be Max, Leclerc, and Science in qualifying. Yeah. Um, I just think that the Red Bull is um, is quicker on the straights, has a more powerful engine, which is going to bode well. And obviously, the the Ferraris are very good through corners, but um, there's not a lot of corners on this track. Yeah. There's a lot of weaving and waving, but I think the Red Bulls are just as good. So, um, yeah, I, that's what I see. I see it's going to be Max, Leclerc, and... Um, Max Leclerc and Science top three, and it'll be a matter between Max and Leclerc for the win. How many red flags do we see? We two saw again. two last time. Two again. <laughs> two again? Yeah, I think two. So and I, that's what's going to help Ferrari win the race. Well, one thing that we didn't talk <laughs> about was we saw Lewis Hamilton when he came out of his pit stops. He looked like he was driving on ice, right? Yep. Because yeah. he couldn't with get the, the tires. With the hard tires. Mm-hmm. The hard tires Did last race were just useless. If you drive like you're on ice... In Saudi Arabia, you're gonna crash into yeah. a wall. Yeah, and and uh, they what they've done is that they've lowered the the temperature on the tire warmers. warmers. Yeah. So if you don't get that right, you're you're gonna come out on <laughs> on pretty slippery tires. So obviously, Lewis was one that was shown the most with it, but a lot of cars struggle at the beginning when they got the first tires too. Yeah, and, tire and it's newer. I think Max too is a struggle. I want. It's newer tarmac too, so it's not as abrasive as Bahrain. Hmm. Uh, it's very slippery, so I mean, you're probably gonna see like the softest tire, like they do in Monaco. I don't, I don't know what the tires are gonna be, but uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be a good race, so, but I think it's still gonna be between them. Um, if nothing crazy happens, so race prediction for you again. Who takes it? Uh, Max, Max. I, I think it'll stay the, the the top three will stay the same as qualifying. Nobody wants. I think Max will take the win. I think there was a little bit. So what? just me thinking whatever sideways, I think there there was a little bit of, okay, I don't have to take this as seriously because Lewis and Mercedes are back there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that now Red Bull is going to come loaded for bear for this uh, race. So just based on what we saw uh, this past week, I'll say Max, I'll say Charles Leclerc second, and I will say... Lewis Hamilton rounding out the podium. Wow. Okay. Jeez, what? So what? Uh, Lewis Hamilton? What makes you think that? That's what I say. Whoa. Um. So, we we've seen when the chips are down, Lewis Hamilton pull out great races, great drives, right? So I think that in this case, Mercedes just needs points. I think that we've seen him drive around when he doesn't even have the best car. We've seen him drive around Singapore. Also a hot environment, uh, closed-in track. I've We've seen him put out great laps, great races there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it is going to be a similar situation in that sense. And I believe that Carlos Sainz will struggle a little bit. Even though I said that he'll qualify third, I think that he will struggle a little bit with race pace. And I believe that at some point, it may not happen this week, but it'll be coming soon. Ferrari is going to be Ferrari. They're going to fuck up their strategy, and they're going to cost one of their drivers places. And I think that this is going to be that type of situation. Fair enough. It's easy to not mess up when you're not at the top or you're yeah, not in yeah. front. Mm-hmm. We saw it in 2019. We saw it in 2018 and 2017 where – they had leads, and they were close to being able to upset the, ch- the current champions, mm-hmm. and they bungled it. So that I think that the pressure of like, oh, we can actually do this, 
may start yeah. may show up a little. I'm hoping as a fan that uh, their strategy gets just as good as their pit stop this weekend. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just I'm their, hoping their that the momentum keeps going. Were, yeah, the, the mo- because they were doing better pit stop pit, the, pit, time, pit timing than quicker. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen Ferrari at the top with like a Red Bull or Williams or even a Mercedes as far as pit stops are concerned, and they impressed me uh, this, this past weekend, weekend in Bahrain. So I think they only had like uh, a part of the reason why Max was able to come close to overtaking Leclerc was because they bungled that first stop with. Um, with Leclerc, I think it was like a three point five second stop. But the next three stops with all with the uh, were like all two point five, two point six seconds. So, um, especially the second stop where yeah. Red Bull actually well, took yeah, like, where way longer. Yeah, where Red Bull took longer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ferrari as a whole, as a team as a whole. This what weekend, did you call them, Ferrari as a whole? No, <laughs> Jesus man, <laughs> the hate is real. Yep, I expected to get. Even more intense as the season goes on. It's not hate. Um, but nah, man, Ferrari overall has has really done a good job, and I'm hoping that they can keep the momentum going. We've gotten excited in 2017 and 2018 as Ferrari fans, and obviously um, the middle of the season, things just took a dive for the worse. So we're hoping that um, that the team can keep the momentum going. Uh, I'm excited, though. Ruben, what are your predictions? No, we like it would be... Charlie Clark will win. Max will probably crash. So with Charlie Clark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. I think because of um because of the reflex that I I, I foresee happening, the two reflex that I call, it will be Charlie Clark and Max what's happening. Crashing into each other? No, no, but it will be you know, the race results will be Charlie Clark, Max what's happened. Uh I would say Carlos Sainz third, Lewis fourth, because Lewis will definitely beat at least Sergio Paris. Okay. Remember, Sergio Perez last year was also one of the ones part of the crash, and he I think he lost his front wing as mm-hmm. a point. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's always seems to be part of melees. You know, part of part of the part of things mm-hmm. where the action is happening. Paris I think is we'll see how strong these cars are this weekend. That's another thing too. How yeah. much of a pain can they take? Because we saw it with Alcon and, and Schumacher, where you would definitely lose a wing in the past. Yeah, and the nothing wing happened was wider this season too. So you probably hit the wing first, and then... nothing happened on the wing in that in that instance. That Very was that, that was the only one that the only. I guess you could say touch-up that we saw. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, on that note, we'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, just make sure if you're watching on YouTube, uh, drop a like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell, thumbs up, etc. cetera. Uh, podcast platforms, we are on many of them. Please, Especially your favorite, right? <laughs> yes, especially your favorite podcast platform. Please leave a review uh, if you can. Uh, recommend, recommend us to a friend. Uh, obviously, we're still trying to grow here. We're at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, that's it. Jump to Start Racing Podcast, YouTube, and podcast platforms. That's pretty much it. Enjoy the race. It's race week. Yes, sir. New season. Peace. See you guys later. <laughs>